This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Paul Hansen. Thurley Ruxton by Philip Virrell Miguels. Chapter 26 A Royal Suitor. It was half past eight. Wait till I get my breath, said Thurley, pausing with Alice on the stairs. My heart is nearly breaking through. <laughs> so is mine, replied the fairy godmother, for fear the duke may totter with age. An old one might not understand a joke. I have given him absent treatment for an hour to make him young. Her treatment may or may not have been responsible, but the duke was young. Oh, thank heaven, she said to herself when they entered the room with its brilliant lights and the richness of its furnishings, and beheld their royal visitor, uniform, decorated, resplendent, standing with easy military grace to bow them into his presence. He was barely more than a boy, a tall, slender youngling of a long succession of kaisers, fine-feathered, proud, as rosy as a girl, and adorned with a dark and downy moustachelette, singularly becoming in the emphasis it lent to his lip. Instructed as to what she ought to do at once, thoroughly approached their noble visitor in her gracious half-shy manner, impelled by the dictates of her impulse, she held out her hand. The duke had immediately raised his eyes to regard her as she came. A light of amazement, a shadowy puzzlement, and a blaze of sheer, uncontrollable admiration flashed in quick succession from the penetrative gaze he bent upon her and Alice beheld it all. Neither she nor Thurley had more than discerned that Otto Wenk, purple with excitement and solicitude, was present a little apart. In the utmost candor, Thurley placed her hand in that of the Duke, and met the concentrated scrutiny of his eyes. "'I am Miss Thurley,' she said in German, that flowed from her lips as water in a rill. May I assure you of your welcome and express my pleasure at our meeting? You, you have given me more, more than you may possibly derive from this happy occasion, he told her in a boyish murmur, charged with grace and self-control, and lifting her hand to his lips, he kissed it softly, then gazed as before in the liquid depths of her glance. "'May I present my... Uh, my fairy godmother,' said Thurley, turning to Alice. "'Mrs. Van Kirk?' The Duke advanced to exchange a formal salutation with his hostess, and to murmur some conventional ritual of pleasure. Alice, thoroughly equal to the moment, beamed her brightest, made an engaging American reply of welcome, and tactfully abandoned the pair at once to proceed where Wank was still engorged with official worry to set him more at ease. Thurley had wished for assistance, support in her trying situation, 
the duke on the contrary seemed enormously relieved to behold alice fade into the background it is a great surprise to find you here he said which might have meant almost anything as thoroughly was amply aware he added it is also a very great pleasure i could not have believed this meeting would so restore my happiness uh, may i not beg you to be seated said thoroughly she was more and more puzzled by his attitude and was swiftly wondering if such a thing could be possible as self-delusion on the part of such a fiancé, and if, mayhap, he had been engaged without previously meeting Princess Thervinia. She continued nervously, "'Ah, uh, you, you arrived in New York uh, this week?' "'Today,' said the Duke, accepting a chair and gazing with ill-concealed rapture on Thurley's face." i confess my impatience to see well i am con incredibly grateful for this early opportunity of discovering will you accept my declaration of very great joy at this meeting thoroughly reddened with exquisite fire it is likewise a pleasure to me she told him candidly still unable to, de to determine precisely the state of his mind and knowledge it is a greater pleasure than i had uh, we were a little prepared for your coming by herr wink he leaned toward her you had not anticipated the little pleasure in my arrival then she laughed lightly the colour playing in her face as the perfume plays about a rose isn't it sufficient that i betray my pleasure now you knew i had come a very great distance that my action was perhaps without precedent in my anguished state for for the beautiful for the mate my heart would select thoroughly nodded crimsoning anew at the ardour and frankness of his gaze i knew you were coming uh, knew herzegoth is uh, well quite a long way off i knew that of course may i ask you other questions personal questions i certainly if you do not require that i shall answer unless i please he smiled do i seem like that <laughs> it is not so much that i wish to ask so much to you perhaps but uh, shall you insist that i always call you miss surly never princess she was greatly confused why we i uh we have desired everyone to call me miss thurley uh, do you mind could i not alone call you princess brightness and ardor were dancing in his glance she was more than ever plunged in doubt as to what and how much or how little he had guessed or what could be the meaning of his words you alone she echoed i alone princess you have not called me karl the tide of her colour swept upward in her throat and cheeks till the young duke felt his soul madly beating its wings thoroughly thought if he knew her for other than the princess 
he was quite disloyal to the absent lady and bold in his wooing of another why but how I mean, why should if you called me so he was still leaning toward her eagerly he interrupted her interrupted her halting stumbling utterance his query was astonishingly frank have you engaged yourself to marry someone here why no i your excellency doesn't you will not then instead you will think of herzegossa as uh, it was alice who came to the rescue with increasing alarm and wonder she had noted the trend of the young duke's bearing and had barely restrained an earlier impulse to terminate the interview oh your excellency she said as she came in all innocence across the room how very interesting your trip across the water must have been herr wank informs me you saw three whales and several schools of porpoises uh, or did he see them himself uh, yes yes pardon ventured the fiery-faced wink desperately from his stand where alice had left him uh, it was i i saw nothing said the duke i was too unhappy but to-night uh, some of us are very poor sailors alice interrupted graciously i shouldn't be able to see anything but a continent and i'm not at all certain of that you know in strict duty your excellency i am constrained to ask you our stereotyped question how do you like new york we always ask that of persons who have been here five minutes the duke received her query with gravity at noon i detested all of america to-night your city has my love bravo said alice we shall hope to keep you long the duke was quick for one so young it would be a great pleasure to receive your impressions of herzegossa yours and those of uh, miss thoroughly alice smiled you return very soon the duke glanced at thoroughly as honestly as a boy so much depends upon oh, circumstances over which i have not entire control may i beg in the meantime the honour of presenting myself not infrequently here a certain naivete and directness of the duke's request appealed to alice instantly she too was puzzled not entirely certain of his knowledge or ignorance of the facts concerning thoroughly whom she had heard him address as princess she did comprehend that love at first sight or something closely allied thereto had conquered his heart if he had as she had expected he would immediately discern that thoroughly was not his fiancee she foresaw also if this was the case a safeguard for her little ruse if not a confirmation of the claim new york had made concerning her protege and that complications loomed ahead in a none too quieting manner Alice was essentially dogged and persistent. The element whereby defeat is so often accepted had been forgotten in her composition. She had courage, the equal of Thurley's, plus a certain deliberate calmness that Thurley might never acquire. 
she glanced discerningly as far ahead as uncertain lights permitted now in the second that elapsed before she answered it gives me great happiness to know you wish to honour us by returning to us here she told the young duke gravely i am sure it will be miss thurley's wish as well as my own to extend the utmost of our hospitality and confess the pleasure we shall derive from every such attention as this to-night thurley could have gasped but she suppressed the lightest sound it seemed to her that alice was indeed plunging into difficulties by adopting this generous course whatever the knowledge of the duke concerning herself and her royal character she was quite aware he was early manifesting symptoms that threatened one more reckless suitor on the scene yet she found herself obliged to admit that no other course seemed open so long as alice adhered to the game upon which they had entered they were practically obliged to see his excellency as often as he might choose to appear or cut him off at once the duke himself contributed a trifle more to the strength of alice's position or perhaps to thurley's predicament he turned to the girl deliberately and may i believe that you also princess ah miss thurley share in this sentiment of welcome why certainly she faltered i shall hope to see you as often as alice as often as you care as as often as it gives you pleasure to please us by coming it was not at all what she had wished to say except in its general effect she knew it was just about what alice had expected and saw that it lighted new beacons of fire in the eyes of the youthful duke alice for her part aware that their royal visitor was about to depart innocently drifted at once to the lonely wank whose official solicitude had apparently been soothed Carl Wilhelm was encouragingly prompt to take advantage of her thoughtfulness. He held out his hand and tingled mightily at the contact of Thurley's rosy fingers. "'Tonight it is a Fuedesen,' he murmured. "'When I come again, Princess, you will welcome me with Carl?' "'Perhaps we had better wait,' said Thurley judiciously and let the welcome come as it may if it answers my heart i shall be content he told her in a manner that alice could not have heard then he kissed her hand as he had before and was presently gone on his way End of chapter twenty six